Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading The Mystical Temple of God by St. Stanislaus of Jesus and Mary Papchinsky from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with chapter 11, part 2, pages 613 through 615. Chapter 11, The Preacher in the Mystical Temple, part 2. Happy is the man who attends to this advocate and obeys him. We would not need many books nor most zealous preachers if only we apply our minds to the whispers and voices of our conscience alone, and we would then commit nothing evil, nothing disgraceful, and nothing abominable. But if committed, we would at once wash them out and return from our fall to grace with the God offended. On this point, one should listen to Bernard, who says, I cannot hide my sins, since wherever I go, my conscience is with me, carrying with it whatever I have placed in it, whether good or bad. It preserves the deposit which it had received for keeping to the living and restored it to the dead. If I do evil, it is present. But if I appear to do good and then am praised, it is present. It is present to the living, it follows the dead. Everywhere it is my inseparable glory or confusion, in accordance with the quality of the deposit. Thus, thus in my own home and from my own household, I have accusers, witnesses, judges, and tormentors. Conscience accuses me. Memory is the witness. Reason is the judge. Pleasure is the prison. Fear, the torturer, delight, my torture. No Cicero accused his veres as effectively as does conscience, and at the same time it convicts, condemns, and tortures the sinner with his bad deeds itself. Now this accuser is bound to us. Even the Roman sage acknowledged it when he said, There is never any security in being hidden. Even for those who are hidden, conscience proves them to be guilty and shows them who they are. Let us therefore follow conscience, and we shall be saved. We have none closer to admonish us, and none more faithful, provided only that we do not corrupt it by choosing for ourselves teachers who tickle our ears. There is a fable that a lion with his damaged stomach began to breathe out an offensive breath. He asked a bear if he could smell it, and when he gave a frank answer, the lion, unable to endure the truth, ripped him apart. He then asked a wolf, who, having seen the violent death of the previous animal, denied smelling it. And this animal was torn to pieces for a pure and clear lie. Finally, a fox was called, who, realizing that death was in store for him, pretended that he had catar, and affirmed under a most solemn oath that because of this, his dull sense of smell, he could not recognize the lion's breath as different. At times we forge such a conscience for ourselves by pretense and dishonesty. Is dishonesty. 
It is distinctly, says Bernard, a fox-like conscience, lukewarm, dealing with others, animal-like, thinking, feigned confession, brief and rare compunction, obedience without zeal, prayer without attention, reading without edification, conversation without forethought. Free us, Lord, from a conscience of this kind, for you do not judge by man's standards, but just as you know all things as they are done, so you judge. Therefore, implant upright judgment within me. Give me an upright conscience and a ready and unchangeable will to obey my conscience. St. Stanislaus teaches us here that if we only listened to our consciences, we wouldn't need many books, uh, spiritual books and uh, preachers to keep us on the right path. God can lead us from within our hearts. And St. Bernard of Clairvaux teaches us that we can't hide our sins. Our consciences are ready to point them out to us. We carry them with us. It's like putting a deposit in the bank. We want to put a good deposit in the bank. The conscience uh, acts like a, a prosecutor in a court of law. God gives us all the help that we need to convert our hearts and move toward holiness. St. Stanislaus points out that we need to form our consciences well. There are, many people, there are many people today who want to corrupt our consciences and tell us that sins, things that used to be sins, are no longer sins. Well, that's not true. And finally, St. Stanislaus tells us an interesting fable about a lion with bad breath who uh, asks other animals whether they can smell his breath or not, and then uh, there are consequences to their answers. False prophets are no help to us. We need a conscience that tells us the truth and moves us toward true conversion. There is a beautiful prayer at the end asking the Lord to form our consciences well. We want to get to heaven, so we need to hear the truth. The truth will set us free. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you. I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.